feel I have to say as a mental reminder that it is actually recording when this thing starts. That makes sense. Um, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Um, and who are you? Yeah, full name. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Thomas Scott. Okay. But you should probably just call me Scott. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, I tend to... And the middle name? Oh, Henry. Okay. Thomas Henry Scott the third. But um, again, you should just call me Scott. Scott. All right. Um, yeah, so anyone's hearing this, this is, this is Scott. Um, <laughs> uh, how far did you ride this morning? 22. 22? Okay. Yeah, it was only, we were only out for, it was mixed surface and we were out for two hours. Okay. About. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, around the river roughly? Yeah, I live in Bonaire. Okay. Um, so down to Pony Pasture and a couple loops in there and then down Riverside Drive, along mm-hmm. Riverside Drive, through some of that stuff, mm-hmm. and then up through Laris Park. Where? Laris Park. Laris Park. Um, Forest Hill Avenue. Is that the Laris? Okay. All right. I saw Laris Park. Why? Why do I not? Know? Actually, I guess it's on Huguenot Road, but it, you know where um, the Sneeds nursery is on huguenot road uh yes i have yes it's yes the knees nursery yeah yeah there's a park back behind there Ooh. and it's gravel gravel it's, bikes it's mountain bikes but they're uh, mountain bikes and hikers so there's okay. enough room it's not it's not super technical which is why it's acceptable for me okay like, i don't really want to ride i don't I don't really want to do super technical stuff on my gravel bike i have done it and i'm yeah. not a fan like i ate it on blueberry at um really I was on slicks in my in my defense. I was on I was on six fifty B slicks, and I probably shouldn't have been. And I just I was like, you know what, this is not my jam. And I got back out onto the fire roads and, and stayed out of trouble. Um, well, now you know. Um, uh, um, so uh, the main question: um, How did you get started riding? Closer uh, to what you do now. Let's go with that. Riding the way that I do now, I am. Um, the progression to it. Let's go with that. I was teaching advertising at VCU, and I would go for a swim at the end of the day, at the end of my class day, okay. because my doctor had yelled at me about how much weight I had gained, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is an easy thing I can incorporate." And for a long time, I measured distance, mm-hmm. and then I wised up and started measuring time. Okay. Instead of distance, which is the way that I had friends who rode bikes before mm-hmm. I got to the place where I ride bikes like I do now. And I measured in, I measured it in distance, but they were measuring in time. Okay. And so like my distance started off as, I don't know, a mile. Okay. And it took like an hour. A mile swim? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can do, I can do a mile in like a half an hour now, but at okay. the time I could do, it was a lot slower. Okay. And so I was swimming at the university pool after class and then I would get home and I rem- and I didn't necessarily have the ability to get back to mm-hmm. campus to swim on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten this ridiculous, this is the second one of two Apple watches that I've gotten. And this was a way I bought it specifically because it was waterproof mm-hmm. and it would track my activity. Mm-hmm. Like many other people use them for all the other things that they can do, but mm-hmm. I use mine specifically because it's water because I yeah. want to be able to I wanted to be able to swim and I wanted to be able to track my activity like I I'll show you my rings later okay. on it's it's stupid so I pulled this bike out that I'd built when I was in my mid 20s after okay. college 
Okay. It was a <clears throat> it was a new old stock Vitas frame, so French company. Okay. Um, that had a set of Mavic rims. Okay. Mavic Cosmos. And it was yeah. Campagnolo. It was okay. a mix of Athena and Chorus. And it was it was really pretty. Okay. And it was really expensive for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Like now, I probably would just buy it. But at the yeah. time, I kind of I had there was a bike shop in in Colonial Heights, and mm-hmm. the, uh, we'd made friends. I had, my roommate and I had made friends with the owners. Okay. And so they were. He was buying. He was building this bike for me piece by piece. Okay. I would I would drop like a two hundred bucks off every paycheck. Oh, nice! And he he built me this, so it's largely bespoke. Bike. Okay. <clears throat> and then I was um, while I was dating my wife, she lived in Oregon Hill. I lived in the Fan, and I was riding to her house, and somehow or other, over torqued the rear derailleur and ripped it off the frame. Okay. This is a, that's a I've done that now three times. Over torque, like when you like, were putting it, tightening yeah. it on. You no, think? I mean like when I was pedaling, I pedaled hard oh. enough to to shear it to break that yeah so anyway okay that frame went to the went off away and that and so the bike that i have now but that that bike became uh a soma smoothie okay that's all campy and actually now sits on a set of some kind of company rims i can't remember which ones um and it's it is significantly faster okay. when i'm on it okay than any of the other bikes i have but it's a little small Okay. Like now I know what the right feel is for me or what the right size is and that this bike is, I think it's a 58 and I'd probably be happier on a 60. Okay. And the other two bikes that I've ride on a regular basis are both, I think, 60s. They're, okay. they're XLs in their own languages, but that's what they should they shake out to be. So it's the, the upgraded version of this this bike that you, you built in your 20s. It's just like it's yeah. slowly, slowly been upgraded. Okay. So I, wrote, I ended up riding my bike on the weekends. Okay. I would swim during the week and then I'd ride my bike during the weekends. And okay. then I remember that. Then I realized, yeah, I can just walk out my front door with a bike. And if I get up a, an hour early, so yeah. like when I started riding, riding like I do now, I would get up and I a good day was six to eight miles. Okay. And it took maybe an hour. Okay. I think that's right. 45 minutes. I can, I can actually go back and look, but it, yeah. it, I was tracking an Apple activity and mm-hmm. it was, it was a thing that made me feel good. It was like, okay, yeah, I've done this. Great. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't own, I didn't own winter bibs, but I had, um, thermal underwear and I mm-hmm. had regular, regular bibs. And so I put on my underwear yeah. and I pull on my bibs and put okay. all my socks over and the whole, I looked ridiculous. I'm sure in retrospect, but I was out there right. and I would go year round. Mm hmm. And then I met these two dudes who were who lived not that far from me, maybe, okay. maybe three and five miles respect or two and four miles respectively. Okay. And I started riding with them. Okay. And they rode typically um, spring, summer, autumn, but okay. I rode winter, spring, summer, autumn. I rode, rode all of them. Yeah. And so we all started riding that. So like okay. now I've got I have these really nice um bar mitts that were made in mm-hmm. ukraine that are basically a triple fat d- down goose jacket for my hands because mm-hmm. i have bad circulation in my fingers and toes and those are the things that get cold yep and i have winter boots now and two or three pairs of heavy socks and two pairs of winter bibs and a jacket and four or five different um thermal tops like i i am i'm you've, you've got the you've got the apparel for the winter. i'm set day. up for the winter okay. In a way um, that most people probably aren't. When did you um, uh, connect with these guys that you started? Um, when, when, like what year, roughly? 
I feel like maybe that was four years ago, five years ago. Okay. 2018, 2017, 2018. So that sounds like right. Okay. So we'll see. Okay. And the year, the first year of the pandemic was 2019. Uh, it wasn't prolific in the states until the yeah. 2020. Right, but it 2019. Started, but it's labeled 19 because of the year. Or, yeah, okay. the year. So that year, 191920, that year I managed 10,000 miles. Wow, okay. Like cuz I I was getting up, we'd get up and we'd do like 20. Okay. Monday through Friday. And then at that point I realized because we weren't going to the office. I was like, wait, I can get to morning stand-up at 9.30 and I can show up in bibs. Nobody will know. Yeah. So that means I can tack on another hour. Mm-hmm. And that means I can get another, you know, however many miles that is, depending on how hilly it is. Yeah. So that was the year that my morning ride jumped from 20 to 30 miles. Because okay. the year before that, I, I, th- I think I looked at it. It was, it was before I was managing it on Strava. And I think I had... 8,000 okay. before that. But still, so, so, um, pandemic working, you started working from home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have more time, a little bit more time in the morning to ride because there's right. no commute to work. Right. And then, you know, because of where I was working, we, like the place would kind of turn into a ghost town in the, when we were in the office at 4.30 okay. daily. Okay. So, like I would leave at five and in the, Days like this, mm-hmm. um, in the shoulder seasons and in the summer, yeah. everybody left at you know four thirty, four forty five, five o'clock. I'd get another hour in when I got home mm, okay. because I had the time, yeah, and because I was a slave to closing the stupid rings on my watch, which I'd already done. I'd yeah. generally done it by the what, time okay. I got to work. What did you? What is your? What is your activity ring set at? What do you have to do for your activity ring? Right now, it's. A, I mean, it's been at a thousand for a long time because that's a simple place to keep it. Yeah. That's a good even keel. But okay. I think at the highest it was at 1370. So you're aiming to close all the the stand ring, the activity ring, and then the, the, and move the exercise ring. ring. Yeah. Okay. okay. Exercise is the green one. Stand is blue. Act, um, exercise is green. That's half an hour. Stand okay. is 12 hours. And then 1,000 a thousand a active calories okay. a okay. day. Okay. All right. all right. And that's my aim every day. Yeah. And well, here, I'll show you just because it's stupid and i like to brag no no yeah because it's it's not like hey i drank 12 beers it's no i closed my rings and, and yeah and but, but it's, like it okay so because uh, people can't see this he's, have, he's scrolling through his calendar where you know 98 percent of the days for the last like six months he has closed all of the rings on there no for the last six months it's 100 percent for sure it's my current current streak is 265 263 the streak that was longer before that was 953 days where I just closed all the right. Cause I'm telling you that this was the thing. This was the metric for me because uh, black people, you know, I'm, I had, I was hypertensive. Okay. And then I started exercising and that got better and mm-hmm. I, I'd run out of pills and I went back to my doctor and she said, little Pakistani lady, she's like, how are you doing with your medicine? I was like, I don't know. I ran out. She, she took my blood pressure and she said, what, you, you said you ran. So you haven't been taking? I was like, no. And she said, 
when was it? When did you run out? And I was like, I don't know, six months ago. I'm mm-hmm. not going to put you back on that medicine. Okay. Yeah. So like, that's the people look at me like I'm crazy. What do you mean you're going out in the rain? I mean, I'm going out in the rain because it's, yeah. cause it's 40 degrees and the rain in 40 degrees is not unbearable. I can do rain down to about 30. If you got the gear for it, if right. you got the gear for it, it can be done. Right. I don't like it. It's not as much fun. Uh, and, and all winter, like I didn't ride Friday morning specifically because it was 35 degrees. And I was like, mm-hmm. I am done. I'm <laughs> done with cold. I also skipped the morning ride the right. same reason. It's like, yep, nope. I rode in the afternoon. I didn't ride as far and I didn't ride as hard, but I rode in the afternoon. And it was, I don't like to, I like to like get up and not eat. Mm-hmm. ride because i don't because i feel when i get when i'm full mm-hmm. I drink drink a drink a fizzy water and suddenly mm-hmm. all you've got all those bubbles inside of you mm-hmm. drink, eat something and it doesn't matter what it is it just kind of sits with me yeah and i'm mm-hmm. better off so i've had today two pop tarts and two um kind bars okay. after getting home from my ride okay but i didn't eat anything before i left um what flavor pop tarts frosted strawberry much to my chagrin i'd rather frosted cherry okay but i'll take frosted strawberry I'm I'm about the age where Pop Tarts were introduced. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not too far off. I, I remember <laughs> when it was new. I remember the original aluminum foil paper backing Ooh, that they were yeah. packaged mm-hmm. in, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I, I'm I'm it's stuck a special, to yeah, yeah, special special right. place for I I can understand it. The um, um the strawberry Pop Tarts um, with sprinkles. Yeah, those are um, the ones. Yeah, those are the ones, and um. There was a time that the cinnamon, they, they introduced cinnamon, I don't know, you know, sometime well after it came out. And I started enjoying the cinnamon. Then then I stopped eating the cinnamon. I was like, okay, now the cinnamon's okay. But it's been a while okay. since I've had Pop-Tarts. Cause I, my, they're a problem. My second favorite ones are the unfrosted strawberry ones. The ones with nothing on them. but they're Really? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Nobody else does. I'm, everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, but, you know, whatever. I'm all right with that. I'm, I, I live with their scorn. <laughs> I revel in it. And that's fine because I also want to know about the snacks post, during, and after ride. And, and Okay. Yeah. I, after, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Like I have been, I've been, I, I'll go to Five Guys. I'll eat whatever is at my house. Yeah. You know, um, most morning, mornings in the winter, it's oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Um, I have developed a bit of a, my Instagram following, everybody sort of assumes it's going to be pancakes, which it often can be. Mm-hmm. Um, oatmeal pancakes occasionally um, oatmeal and pancakes no one or the other okay all right okay cream of wheat from time to time mm. uh, french toast sticks from time to time because mm-hmm. it's morning and it's like okay I've earned breakfast or some manner of eggs toast and perhaps a protein sometimes there's bacon sometimes there isn't sometimes there's cheese sometimes there isn't but okay it it, it, it varies there yeah I'm all over the place um okay so um you you connect with these guys um you start riding you put in heavy mileage um you're already had the apple watch Mm -hmm. um when you were swimming right um you start tracking when did you get strava because you were just you were just like using you were just like hitting record on the apple watch when you're going to ride but that was killing my um the battery life right yeah because the this is a version two Mm-hmm. And the one I had before that was a version one and I'd smacked it against the wall of the pool and cracked it in the middle of a workout. 
and went out that day and bought a new one. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we need a new watch. So wait, that's a that's a series two. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I recently got the the, the series seven. Not saying you should buy new watches, right? When this uh, one finally goes, like already the button doesn't work, but when it finally dies, okay. I'll, I'll um. Uh, the six will probably do all the stuff. You know, it it it's a little bit faster. Um, it is also waterproof. Um, so you can you can swim in it. It can record the laps that kind of thing. Um, the battery life is a shade better, um, but the seven the battery life is a little bit better because the screen's bigger, so it's larger battery, ever uh, so slightly in there. Gotcha. So um, I jumped up to the seven because the screen is just like two millimeters a millimeter better, right? Because you know the version I wear contacts. I want all the screen I can I get. Mean, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, and I <laughs> yeah, and I still swim. No, I swim now. Okay, but that's a that's a relatively new change. Um, in the last year. Okay. Yeah, we I got my convinced my wife to let me join the pool again. Okay. Uh, near us. Okay. Because it was it's not it's not an uh, insub unsubstantial expense, but uh, so I like in the yeah. same way that I justify having all these stupid bikes, I justify going to the gym by going. So I go twice a week and swim for 45 minutes mm -hmm. and then sometimes I'll do other stuff afterward. And yeah. But I ride my bike to the gym, Okay. rain or shine, mm -hmm. no matter the temperature, work, swim for 45 minutes and then ride home. Okay. And you run the errands on the bike? Yeah, lots. Uh, okay. But not on, not on the bike that you've seen. Okay. Um, I have a... What is it? I have a Surly Bridge Club okay. that has a giant rack on the front okay. and a okay. big bag. And okay. then a friend of mine who has a stable of cargo bikes got rid of his burly trailer okay. and he gave it to me. Okay. So I use that to go to Lidl. Okay. So I can bring, I don't know, $100 worth of groceries home. Really? It's only a mile and a half. I don't, I'm not like winning, winning, but yeah. I am still kind of winning and it makes me feel good. There's a little about a mile and a half that way. Um, I'm and I'm trying to figure out the, the strategy of, I mean, clearly I know I can, but like, what's that strategy of like going to get groceries? Like what makes sense? Should I just go enough that I can, you know, get enough that I can put in a backpack or should I like get a basket? Well, when know? I was after college, my roommate and I, he had a Haro Extreme Comp and I had a Gary Fisher Monterey. I think that was what it was, but I ended up with something else with shocks. And he had this old army surplus backpack. Yeah. And I had one of the like second generation Timbuktu messenger bags. Okay. The one strap messenger bag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I still have that bag. I, it okay. is still my, one of my favorite bags. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm old. And so carrying that much weight on one shoulder for a long time mm -hmm. starts to hurt. Yeah. But, um, we would get, we could get, groceries in one trip and beer in a second we could, <laughs> we could bring home between us a case of beer yeah in in the two bags that we had and like if we'd if i'd had access to the to the bike that i have now yeah it would have been even less of a thought but like this bike has 2.8 um mountain bike tires on it Oh, okay so what's yeah big big tires on it yeah, yeah it, it is a it is not fast it's got okay. a, i just put a rack on the back because okay. i picked up some panniers at um lidl for mm -hmm. like 10 bucks that i don't like and don't fit very well okay but like i i routinely can move a lot of stuff on that nice bike. nice and so i do um, it's good to see that the bike is more than just you know 
an exercise tool. Right. You're still getting exercise, but you can access utility. Doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, there's, like I said, a a little bit of, I feel like I'm, you know, staying a little taller, better for the planet, better Mm -hmm. for me. But maybe, probably not. But those, those things we do individually are, you know, if no one else changes, the individual things we do are going to have almost no impact. right? Right. But it's, you know, you do a thing, I do a thing, the other person does a thing. We tell someone, they, you know, they do the thing. It's us collectively doing those small things that make those large moves. Um, you know, it's like your vote counts. Kind of right, thing, right, right, right. You know, kind of does, kind of doesn't. Either way, glad you're doing because either way it makes you healthier. Right, right. Um, so, um, so, all right, first, let's go. The connecting point that we have is the outpost ride. Mm-hmm. Which was um, I had to look it up. We the went to West Point two hundred and K, October twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, one hundred and thirty miles this is the longest ride I've ever been on. Is it one hundred? I thought it was one hundred. For me, it was one hundred thirty. Did you ride home? No, but I know that I rode back to the shop. I think it, I think you're right. I think it was one hundred thirty. Anyway, we do this ride. Did you? Cramped like a son of a bitch that night. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> So bad. Like I came home, um, I, we had five guys. I soaked in some Epsom salts, I think. Yeah, 130 miles. And I woke up, because that's my current longest ride. Mm-hmm. And, and I've come to the conclusion that that's about, as, that's 200K is more than I want to do. I don't want to go. Like a perfect ride for me is 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 100K or less. Okay. And uh, there are people who are, there are people who are like, no, like, no, not really. Yeah. I'm tired of sitting on the saddle by then. Mm-hmm. By, after about an hour, after after about a hundred miles, um, or sixty miles, I'm done. I'm just done. I don't. I don't. It's and not, the, it's not your thing. And the payoff is bad. Like like so, I woke up in the middle of the night with leg cramps. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was it was it was hilarious. Um, leg cramps on the insides of both legs, and I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to stretch them. <laughs> and like I, f- I passed out. Yeah, fell down. Like broke a towel rod in the bathroom. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. And so, like, my biggest concern is how do I get enough electrolytes back in when I get home? So I now yeah. drink a bottle of Pedialyte when I'm done with a ride, yeah. without question. Electrolytes are good. It seems for a. I I remember being. I remember starting and hearing people occasionally talk about drinking Pedialyte, right? And I was like, yeah, isn't that for babies and kids? Like, and but the electrolytes, like, it, it it works. And so, like, now mm-hmm. I completely understand the, the crush of Pedialyte to get those electrolytes back in the mm-hmm. system. And, I, and I, like, the thing that I've always, that I've been looking for is a powdered version. Yeah. Because so, I, I don't... Money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, save space. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to... And I got some stuff that I think, that I thought was going to work, and it doesn't quite, so I just need to go back and get... It doesn't even have to be a. It doesn't have to be Pedialyte. Like I get the CVS brand, yeah. or there's another one called um, the Seven Eleven one is called Electrolit. <laughs> right, I know. And so um, a number of my friends have been like, "Oh, you really need to try that," just because the type, the name of it is. So long. Like, All right, fine. I'm down for that. I don't. I'm not picky about how this works. I just need to not wake up and and like a cold sweat. I lose a little bit of. It's, ter- it's happened like 
three times twice yeah. he's really bad like cramping. Yeah. like my wife was like oh my gosh he's stroking out i gotta what we're gonna do if my husband dies and i'm like i just need these cramps to go away i've learned that you can suck down a little bit of reg of cheap yellow mustard and that will immediately help things but Ooh, okay yeah yeah i've heard that yeah that's a that actually does work for me okay but you have to figure that out and unfortunately, you have to be in the bad parts to figure out how bad. Right. How this it. actually worked. Yeah. It's not awesome. I'm not a fan. So, the, and the, but that happens to me. It rides over 100K, 100K and beyond. Everything over, really everything over 40 miles. Because that's about time. Okay. So, um, what are you taking with you on your rides? So, you're, you're going, let's say you're, you're setting out for a 50 mile ride, you know, for anywhere from, yeah, it was a 50-ish mile ride. Like, what are you going to set out with? Like, two supplies. Two big bottles with two, what, I mean, the new stuff is scoops, but it used to be two noon tablets in each one. Okay. And then I'd drink, I'd have a lot of water when I got home. Okay. And that wasn't quite, like, I, I don't, I got a lot of stored energy. Yeah. Left over, so I'm not really worried about that. But I do have... I mean, maybe I need to be taking a third bottle. Maybe I need to, I mean, we, when we stop at a store, I get, I used to, I got Gatorade on that, that 200 K we yeah. were on. Mm -hmm. Not, not no, enough. Still not enough. Not even close. <laughs> Wasn't enough. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So, um, and then on the one, the, the, what did we, that we just did, what was a hundred K? Um, the 70 miles, the, the dirt yeah, bags, 100 that, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. That one, what did I have? Oh, I ran out of, I, I ran out, I bonked. I didn't realize that's what it was mm -hmm. until my friend Greg, who was with us, I rode with him this morning. Oh, okay. That's and, right. Yeah. I remember and Greg was like, how many carbs did you have? And I immediately went into my calorie count, mm -hmm. not my carbs. Mm -hmm. And my calorie count, I'd had like 2,000, 3,000 calories. I was like, I should be fine. Mm -hmm. And it should have been fine, mm -hmm. but it wasn't carbohydrates. It mm -hmm. was calories. And he was like, you need to have this. So he sold, got me some stuff. Okay. Me. Connected me to, to this one place where he gets stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, so, um, noon tablets, um, which um, most people who who've come out and talked about what they take with them uh, don't like the noon tablets. Really? Um, yeah, I have a small stack because I was like, I'll give them a shot. But I consistently am unsatisfied with the... the I, I, don't. I don't know how well they work, but I don't like the taste. Oh yeah, well the the ones that taste good have caffeine in them. Oh no, no. I mean, that might be why. <laughs> um, the ones that don't like the the regularly available flavors are not particularly interesting. The cola one is nice, but it's got caffeine. There's a black cherry that's got caffeine. That's pretty good. Okay, but the like the lemon lime is it's oh no, fine. it sounds terrible. It's fine. It's not good, but it's fine. I'm not sure why there's a lemon lime flavor. Because that's what Sprite drinks. is. It doesn't mean that the other drinks, they need to proliferate that. Well, it's just, it should have stopped with Sprite. I think they all, there's a fruit punch, which is, again, not terrible, but mm -hmm. not great. And then I think maybe there's an orange. Okay. And orange is never good. Oh, uh, And I mean, and so like, I don't, I'm not drinking it because I need it to taste good. I'm drinking it because I need it to do stuff on the inside. And so like the stuff that, that I have some stuff from a company called Advocare, which is... It's called Rehydrate, so it, it seems to work pretty well. Advocare. Advocare. Is that a company where you, like, um, marketing company? Like, somebody sold you that? 
Yeah. Yep. 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 Like, um, is it multi? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised it, they're still around. It's still, it, 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 that seems to do okay. It's yeah. not, again, it's not awesome, but it's not terrible. Okay. Um, and then the stuff that Greg sent me is called Carbo Rocket. Okay. And that, like, it's a ridiculous name, but it, <laughs> it seems to work. I haven't tried it on a long, long ride yet. That's what I'm, I'm like, kind of saving okay. it for, for long days. Um, hammer strength, nutri- hammer strength, nutrition, or something like that. They have one. Um, there's one that's called E Fuel, is another hydration, um, uh, uh powder. Mm-hmm. Um, in infinite, that's the other one that I've heard people mention. Infinite okay. is another one. Um, uh, the thing to, to try might be, um, you know, a couple sample packs. Have you tried Scratch? No, but I've seen that. I will give you a couple sample packs of scratch. I actually have a couple sample um, okay. serving individual serving ones, and I will give you a couple to to go home with. Just remind me of that. Um, All right. Yeah. Um, scratch Labs are not that I'm trying to sell the brand. You know, just trying to help you not get cramps. Um, you know, but they're like kind of an all natural kind of a thing. You know, right. they're not cheap, but they're not super expensive per. And you can get them in, um, you see the, the scratch bag over there? The yeah. bag, yeah. Uh-huh. You can get them in the big bag right? okay. to, to save you time, kind of thing, because they don't really sell them in liquid. They sell them just powder. Mm-hmm. And Outpost sells them. Yeah, Outpost I, sells I was them in the big ju- bag. Yeah, just so. looking at it today. Yeah, or yesterday. I was looking at it yesterday while I was in there picking up. Um, so I will give you a few to go home with. Tire fluid. Um, what solids do you take with you on a ride? What, what's, your, what's your food? Garbage. Um, like for a good long ride, I'll get two egg McMuffins on my way to the start. Really? Yeah. I'm okay. Not, I'm not proud. Uh, I have some sugared Belgian, wa- Belgian waffles that I occasionally bring with me. But okay. Like I don't bring any. I don't bring chemistry stuff with me to eat. Okay. Because I like I've never ever liked Cliff bars. Mm-hmm. Um, I have brought Cliff blocks. Those are kind of pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like. What's the other one? Is it just? I guess, um, it, I guess um, it's mostly Cliff Bar, like Luna Bars and all that kind of. Those things all kind of taste like chemistry sets to me, and okay. so I'd never eat any of that. Really? Okay. No. Blocks was a stretch, and I was like, really? And one of my friends was like, try it. All right, this isn't bad. The blocks are just energy. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's, they're foods. You chew them a little, but like, it's mostly just energy. It's not going to get you all the other stuff. So it's mostly just carbs. I think it's all carbs actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you still want to have, I think the thought is you still want to have some kind of food item of some kind, yeah. you know, as opposed to just gel kind of thing. Um, I, I mean, like if we have, if we stop at a store, I, I have been known to like pick up Sour Patch Kids. Like, really? Yeah. It's just, or a Snickers bar, but not like not, none of that stuff is going to be like food. Yeah. And none of it's going to survive. None of it's. I, what I need is just get me back to where my car is. Just get me back to the start of the race or the start of the ride, and that'll be enough. Um, uh, so we do this. Let's uh, back. So we do this. This two hundred k. Um, you know, twenty nineteen. Did you work up to that at all, or do you like kind of like I know I'm going to do this hundred and thirty mile thing. Like, let me work my way up. Had you done a century prior to that? Was no, your, that was the first one. Okay. Which is a huge leap. Like, if you hadn't done 100 to, to go 130, like, 
So one of the guys on the Outpost team, a guy named Mark North, who is mm. 10 years older than I am and a thousand times better cyclist than I'll ever be. But Mark says, you can do in a day what you can do in a week. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And that was back when I was averaging 180, 210 a week. Okay. There was a stretch. There was a stretch of time when I could do that. Okay. And that might have been after that that ride, but it, even then, at that when we did that ride, I was making, I was doing, I don't know, one sixty. Okay. Like I think I'm at one fifty for this week, and it's light just because I. And you, you but this like most of your your morning rides, and then you had some time to like ride in the afternoon, in the evening, kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it can get there for sure. Yeah. Sure. So like I can, I can do. I you know I can do that. Like okay. if like I was talking to one of my buddies, it's like if you said tomorrow we're gonna go on a we're going a hundred k, okay, okay. Like I could I'm prepared to do that tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. all right. Um, when did you realize you were like, oh snap, I can I can ride sixty miles like and and not have to. That like, was train. the pandemic for me. Really? Yeah. It was. It wasn't even. It was. It was more because like. I had been looking at the distance that we were, that I was going Mm -hmm. and I was like, if I add on, if I have another hour, like we're up at, I'm out out the door by five 30 and I don't need to be back until nine 30, nine 15. That's like almost four hours. Yeah. It's pretty close. With that kind of time in this kind of weather, it, it was, it was October. It's like hi. Right. So we leave yeah. my house and then I dink around and go over the Huguenot Bridge and mm-hmm. dink around in the city for an hour, hour and a half. We'd ride down to the to the Capitol Trail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes we'd go over that first that first hill leaving Shiplock Park is a real bitch. Mm-hmm. But once you get over that hill, it's like all right, this is fine. Yeah. And then you can you because that's the easiest way home. Everybody comes back down that hill anyway. Yeah. Um. And that's always fun. It's fun to, to yeah. rock it down that hill. Um, there's another option. There's no option to get out of downtown without climbing a hill. There's no option of coming into Verina without climbing a hill out of out of there. Um, and that's a thing that I have to take into consideration on most rides because Bonaire is all hills. Yeah. So like like yeah, yeah. you guys come up like you. You city dwellers, mm-hmm. <laughs> ride ride all the way up Old Gun, yeah, and then what? Turn around and go mm-hmm. back down Old Gun. Pretty much, yeah. Right. We so, that, like, yeah. when I get to the top of Old Gun, I take a right mm-hmm. and go down Robitus, mm-hmm. and then turn into Tarrington. Right. Is, yeah, I know that, that. I've seen that. I've been down into the Tarrington neighborhood. We do that. All, like, I might be that. There are so many. I have so many local legends. <laughs> Just because I go all the time. Like, I don't even know where they all are. I, yeah. And I don't really pay attention to, I, to them. I just make sure that I go, I ride some of the segments more than once. And I feel the time that I'm made aware that I'm the local legend somewhere is when somebody takes it away. Because mm-hmm. Strava will send me this email. Says, right. Hey, there right. it goes. Like, yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know I had that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but then we'll go basically down to the bottom of Robius Road. Yeah. To Winterfield. Which is a left turn, and then you climb back up all the way okay. back into the backside of Salisbury, and we ride in all that stuff. And okay. you don't even have to go up all the way up Winterfield. You can go 
there's a what is the name of that Founders Bridge. There's a there's a planned neighborhood off to the side, and you can go up the back way through another neighborhood called Rosemont, which then spits you out on Winterfield at the top, and you can go back through all the other parts of Salisbury. I I have ridden from my house. You know where the Carey Street, um, the Carytown Bicycles mm-hmm. is on Midlothian Turnpike. No, actually, no, not Midlothian Turnpike. I've no. been there. I've only been there in my car, but I. I can ride there in about 40 minutes from my house. Okay. It may be, mm-hmm. it may be, maybe further than the, the one in Carytown as I think about it. I'd have to look. So you, around the pandemic time, you realize, well, I guess you've already done, you've done the distance. Um, you realize you can regularly ride 60 miles kind of thing yeah on a weekend when i okay. that's about time right you've got time that's, that's time. a that's yeah. a five-hour commitment okay and i got a like and i have two kids 13 and 15 and my wife is a lawyer so i'm not i'm generally the person that, i make dinner most of the time at my house okay um and i'm the one that's taking people to soccer practice or picking them up from school after debate debate practice or student government or latin club or whatever it is so i my time is a lot more precious and I have to think about it okay but yeah okay okay um you mostly have you ride the gravel bike most of the time yeah but it's on uh 700 by 36 slicks right now most of the time okay actually it's not right now right now it's on 650 by 48 Renee Hurst knobbies okay um I can't remember which one something ridge so so smaller slightly narrower i mean wider tires than the, the 650s are smaller smaller radius diameter right yeah yeah but yeah. bigger tires right. and so they okay. they end up being the same size as 700s okay oh oh resistance and that kind of um uh different question here go um, ahead um why do you keep riding why do you keep doing this because i gotta close the rings on my watch because <laughs> because if i if i burn a thousand calories every day yeah then i stay about where i am weight wise okay i remain strong enough so um and so one of the things that happened was i was i would ride literally seven days a week yeah which wasn't a problem it, it was a problem once a quarter and i would throw my back out okay um, in fact, that's the reason that my streak stopped on my watch, on my rings is because I threw my back out last July okay. and I lost two days. Okay. But if I, I found out that if I stretched better, mm-hmm. that it was, it got, that didn't happen as often. Okay. So knock wood, mm-hmm. what I'd added was swimming. So okay. that those two days of 45 minutes of time in the water stretches everything out yeah okay and i haven't since i started swimming at the pool swimming again had any lower back problems nice okay so like cross training yeah i don't love it i'm i don't love being in the pool i'm not fast okay i'm not as fast as many many of the people who are in the pool next to me okay um i'm faster than a few but not as many as i'd like like (laughs) competitive. I i have a buddy who said uh who says, what do you call um, a bike ride with two friends? And he said, it's called a race. 
and is like not entirely incorrect. Like in that same way that you get on the interstate and somebody passes you, you're immediately offended. You can't help it. And I don't know if that's because we're Americans. I don't know if that's because that, that's toxic masculinity. I, I, I couldn't begin to tell you why those things are true. Yeah. I just know that that's how it is. And so in the pool, I'm racing. And there are the days that there are people who are faster than I am in the lane next to me, mm. I swim a lot faster. I can I can see it. I can okay. Strava say, like, yeah, this, was, this one was, you know, two mm. minutes and 12 seconds for every hundred mm-hmm. meters as opposed to like on a day when it's just me and it's like two minutes, 20 seconds for every hundred meters. So like I, that competition yeah. that I'm terrified of also makes me go faster. makes me push competing with the, the strangers in the pool. Sure. Strangers in the pool, which I feel is like the title of a book somewhere so or, yeah. or yeah. a band. That's a strangers in the, right. Yeah. That's strangers a in the, yeah. Strangers in the pool. Say I'm that to write later. that down because somehow strangers in the pool. All right, it's um, yeah, it's going to pop up somewhere else again. Um, <laughs> um, so you're closing rings, which is the first time someone's mentioned specifically the, you know, doing it for the the, the daily activity reward, um, which is like a small motivation, depending on, but you're you're quite invested in it, right? Um, but, you know, it's a little digital badge, right? You know, the thing that'll send you a little reward. There's a that. company that makes physical ones if you're ever interested. I <laughs> can send you a link. Yes, actually, yeah. Send me the link to the physical. Because you, um, can, you can order the physical ones. And every once in a while, I think about it. They, they make them into pins. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I need that. But kind of want it. Do you need it? No, no absolutely not. But will it like make you feel a little, little some better about it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because that even just feeling better about things makes you a little healthier. You All know? true. All um, true. <laughs> um, have you done any local events? You do any local? I did Monster Cross once. Okay. And then I decided I would never pay to ride my bike again. Really? Yep. Would you? Uh, would you do the twenty-five fifty? I did the fifty. Well, I was supposed to do the fifty. Um, I again. There's a creek crossing at the end of the first lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where as I came up out of the creek, I pedaled so hard that I pretzeled my rear derailleur, ripped it off my frame. Okay. And then I walked five miles in a loop before I figured out where I was supposed to be following the course. I was trying to get out of the way and then ran into, um, what is his name? The guy that owns Koki Cycles. He, oh, I don't, I don't know him, but yeah. I and really he know. broke my chain, pulled my rear derailleur off, put it in a bag for me, and then made my bike a single speed so that I could get back to the start. And I rode back to the start and got off my bike and swore I would never pay to ride bikes again. I'm not doing that. Not, not for that. It's not worth it. And because you can ride in, you can ride in Pocahontas State Park all the time all the rest of the year all the time that is true and there's like one tiny bit of monster cross that you can't ride all the rest of the time yep there was a little little path it was like it's a it's a walking path and then it's like this is where the course goes um and i just no i'm done because it's too many people i i don't generally do group rides like mm -hmm. I, i my preference is to ride with no more than for other people, generally okay. speaking. Okay. And I usually I'm with no more than three on the on an on a good day. It's three other people and me. Because 
when you're when I usually ride in a three, and that means that the two of them can sit together and talk, and I can be in my own head, which is my preference. Okay. Um, or I can ride next to one or the other of them, and I can talk, and the other one can be in his own head. But it's it's nice to have that sort of break. Okay. And in a big group, like especially if you're in a big group that like does a real pace line. Yeah. Because then I'm always worried that I'm going to let somebody down. I'm not. <laughs> I'm strong enough, and I can I can find another gear under yeah. the right circumstances. I'm faster than a lot of people, mm-hmm. half my size on a flat. Mm-hmm. But the minute you find a hill, I'm screwed because uh, you know I got to get. 250 yeah. pounds up a hill or 243 pounds up a hill. Yeah. And I just, I'm not a fan. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to be like, God, why is this fat guy in front of me? I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. Um, you know, some of that comes, I suppose it's like when you get to know who you're riding with, right? As you're riding along, you figure out like, okay, this group is chilling out when they hit the hills or like, nope, this group, when they hit the hills, they crush it right on up the hill as well. Right. Um, and that comes from like knowing the people you're riding with. And I can see the, the slight discomfort of, of riding with a new group and, or, or a new set of people and figuring out like, how are they going to ride? Are they Even gonna... my friends, like the guys that are on the, um, the, the, the outpost shop team, mm-hmm. which again, I'm, somehow or other member of <laughs> they when they come out to the when they come to the south side they're like hey scott show us where we're gonna go and i show them all these places and they they can they all kind of sprint up the hills and i'm like i'm on i can't do that i can sprint up like one hill yeah but you can ride you can ride 40 miles and hit most of the hills on the south and um, near Robius Road, mm-hmm. and get just shy of two thousand feet of elevation gain. Really, inside okay. of that forty miles, you can you can do okay. easily fifteen hundred inside of twenty five. Okay, which is a lot if you got to you know the bike is steel. I'm not light, and mm-hmm. I just like it's a lot to get uh, all of me up the hill, but. When we get to a flat, I'm like, you want to go? Yeah. And it can't help me if I'm on like a, on a road bike. Yeah. Like I'm, I generally do this all, all on my gravel bike, but if I were on a road bike, yeah. like that gearing, forget about it. I'm good. <laughs> oh, come on. What's the, what's the, what's the rear, what's the gearing on the, the gravel bike? I don't, uh-huh. I'm bad at the, I'm bad at the math on that stuff. Okay. I don't remember the numbers. Okay. All right. Let's Big enough and small enough. You know, okay. I okay. Wish I, I, that's something I should know, and I just never do. I mean, you don't need to know it, right? Because you you just need to like, can I handle a long climb with the gearing I have? Yes, I can. I don't know what the number of you know cogs on that back wheel, but like, no, I can't. I don't think I can handle a really protracted climb. Maybe I should get a bigger cassette. Like that's a no. We that the cassette that is on both sets of wheels. Cause yeah, like that's the thing is like I can take the cassettes off and I can swap them around and I can clean them and I like, yeah. I know how to do that stuff. Awesome. But I've never bothered to pay, I never pay attention to what exactly they are. But we Greg dragged me and a buddy of ours, Chris, out to Sharando. Where? Near Charlottesville. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. There was there was a climb there called Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. I heard people mention this Vesuvius climb. I went up that climb. I yeah. was it was it was a, I stopped tw- I stopped in the middle of there are two big climbs on this one the other one was like Campbell's Hill I think mm-hmm. and I stopped in the middle of both of the ascents 
to get a drink because I was moving so slow that if I stopped, if I tried to reach down, there was no coast to yeah. reach down for a bottle. Like if you, if you're going to get a bottle, you got to stop. So yeah. I'd stop for that. And then I got back on and kept on going, but it was like, I stood up for, it felt like ever, <laughs> it felt like ever. It might've been, I think they might've been four miles each or four miles and seven miles or something like that. It was okay. a lot Okay, at like eight to 10%. Might yeah, more. might have been twelve, but it was the sort of thing where I was like, "This is, this is awful." It was type two fun. Yeah, it was like this is this is going to be better to talk about later. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is awful. Yeah, and I don't I don't know why I said I would do this. Why Why am I here? Bikes are stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're all the things that go through your head. This is dumb. Why am I? This is oh stupid shorts. <laughs> I look dumb and I look like a sausage in the shirt. I'm like, just like start. Like right. You doubt yourself. Why, yeah. am, why am I a cyclist on doing it's, this thing? Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It was because it was, it might've been December. It wasn't that long ago. No, it couldn't have been December. It must've been November. But okay. So you, you, you did that Vesuvius climb, which I've not done, but I've heard many be, people talk about this thing, right? I've ridden behind you enough. You'd be fine. Okay. Um, you've done it. So now you can you can you can probably calibrate other experiences as compared to that. That was the worst. Okay. Like old gun is a old gun is a walk in the park. Well, I imagine yeah, I've, I've been right. an old gun. Well, old gun it's east. a challenge. Old gun east is is hard. That's that one's unpleasant. It's like you know that but you know do you know the difference west and east? So like you get to the end of Cherokee and you can either bend around to the right and then go by, down by the river before you turn up to go old gun. Turn left to go up Old Gun. I think I, I mean I've done them both directions. I've gone to, like Cherokee Hills are really st- steep, right? It's really steep. This Cherokee Hill or road or whatever. It's really steep, and then you come and you come up and you take a left somewhere. But you, yeah. I've done both both directions. Okay. So yeah. the the worst well well Old Gun East and Old Gun West are two separate distinct roads. Okay. Oh, okay. Not right, different. Right. Dif- okay. Not different okay. directions. Okay. They're distinct roads. Okay. Old Gun East is a quieter road there's less traffic on it okay but there is a bump in the middle of it that's like 13 percent. really okay and it maybe lasts 200 feet Hmm. and it's for years it was like this is the worst 200 feet of my life (laughs) every time i ride why do i ride up this road there there are there are a handful of hills like that um near my house are you looking for it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, I'm sure you've been up both of them, but one of them is worse. Old Gun West is the one that almost everybody goes up, and that correct. one, that one, that grade is totally acceptable. There's a bump at the bottom that's hard, and there's a bump at the top that's hard, but in the middle, it's like I don't know, four or five percent grade for the entirety of the ride. But at the beginning, there's like a eight, and at the end, there's like a seven, and in the middle, it's like four or five. And it's maybe two miles long. Okay. The old gun east route is a little bit shorter, but there's a place in the middle that's no lie, like 12, 13% grade in the middle of the ride. I see that. So you'd come down Cherokee. I think I've been that you come down Cherokee mm-hmm. and, and you have a choice of go right, and that would be old gun, old gun road west. That's the right turn. And then the east is the one you're saying that has a more challenging hill in there, old. And that's East Old Gun right. Road. Right. Um, and that's the left turn. Yep, and that's the left turn. Okay. There's less traffic on that. 
Um, and it's in, and so it's quieter. Yeah. It's super fun to come down. Bombing it is super fun. I would imagine. I've been there. I'd have to look at a heat map, but I'm sure um, you have. A more challenging hill exists in there. Right. Um, in, in that one for your and then uh, Yeah. And then there's another one. <laughs> there's another one. You can go up most of Old Gun West and you can turn left onto, I think it's called Spring Creek. Um, it's it's maybe a mile before the top. Yeah, a left on Spring Creek. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then a right. You follow Spring Creek a little ways, and then take a right onto Summerhurst. Summerhurst, Summerhurst. and Summerhurst is thirteen, and it's hmm. maybe a football field long, maybe three hundred yards, okay. maybe that seems long, two hundred yards. And it's miserable. It's absolutely miserable. But I make myself do it about once a month just to remind myself, just to be able to like, because, so like one of the, one of the Strava badges every month is the climbing goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try to always get the climbing goal. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm driven by these stupid little um, digital badges that, that they are, well, all right, I'll do that. Right. There's no, there's no reward other than the mental reward. None. You know? Um It'd be nice if Apple did like offer some kind of incentive, a random prize for if you got your badge or something. Like that'd be great. That would sell. Well, so that, these people make like, like people was telling you about. They make, they make the, the they make the, the enamel pins yeah. based on on the badges that Apple gives out, and you can order them however you want. I think you should get a pin. I I've thought about it, I'm, and then every once in a while, I'm like, where am even, I going to put it? I don't have anywhere to put them. It doesn't matter. It's, I think I think you should just get one, even if you're. It's not like you need to wear it to, to somewhere, but just I think it, at this point. Maybe set a goal, right somewhere, right, and then like after comps, like yep, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get myself a pen to commemorate, you know, actually accomplishing the thing. I, you know? I knew I play with it. I st- I I follow them on Instagram, just in case, just to remind. Oh, the the the, the, the company the who makes it makes the pens, yeah, yeah, because um, they start off with like a Kickstarter. Um, there's a company that makes um miniature versions of your bike. Um, really? Yeah, and it's like really accurate. Like they even, I believe they'll do down to the pedals. And I say miniature, like as small as my, like this kind of size. That um, sounds interesting. And it's like, yes, creative or something. And I saw it a long time ago, and I started following them. And every so often, I'll see, you know, a model, and it's like a, it's a real accurate recreation of your bike. Oh, and you send that to them, and then they'll they'll recreate it. And I was like, one day I'm gonna do that. And um. I might do that with the gravel bike because that's a little bit more colorful than like the all black, right. the, the the canyon bike. Yeah. Um, but what am I going to get out of it? Commemorating a moment or something like that, right? I, I, gotta, I did I this on this bike. Kind so of thing. much clutter at my house. I got I, I, That's why I have to be careful. Like I can fall into that that trap really easily. Like oh, I can add that. You know, bunch of pins on the vest. Sure, I could be that guy. Here, here's a here's a thing. Just like um. Just like the hardware events, right? You, you know, people do runs and you do cycling events and you get a badge, you get a thing or whatever. You get a, you know, uh, a medal. A medal and a t-shirt. Right. And right. I got a belt buckle for um, Monster Cross. Really? Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Um, you know, are those things necessary? No, that does not change whether you, do, you did the ride or not. But if it incentivizes some people to get out and go do it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, it would increase more participation in the thing because there's more registration fees, more money for the charity. Um, but you do a 25, you do a 50-mile ride, you do whatever the event is, you get this medal. Um, you're a little bit healthier, you know? Like, it's not like 
Did I mean, you eat like 200 donuts? Like, no, this is you doing a physical activity yeah, we're makes not, you a shade healthier. I ate the I ate the 200 donuts while I was on the run. <laughs> that's a, that's two badges. Right. You know, that's a separate badge. Sure, sure. Um, speaking of which, you should do one of the rabid donut rides. Um, <laughs> we don't all get donuts, but it's just... It's a, it's like sometimes it's a little faster, but it's just a regular ride. And like we stop at, it used to go to one of the fancy donut shops, um, duck donuts. Yeah. It used to go in the middle of the ride. We would go to the duck donuts, but now, um, cause they're closed. There's a Krispy Kreme on near the corner of, uh, Staples mill and broad and broad. I know where exactly where you are. We'll, we'll meet at the parking lot. There's like a, a hotel parking lot behind it. We'll meet there now, and we'll do a ride and come back, and then there's Krispy Kreme stuff. In donuts it. and coffee. Include, yeah, you don't have to get the donuts, but the ride's a little chiller. Right? Okay. I mean, I got I have passed rabbit rides while I've been out. I've seen those groups, and I've figured out who, who they are. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Bikes guys, the Caritown Bicycle Company people. Or occasionally, I have two friends who ride with him regularly. Okay. And they're like, "Come on, Scott, this is a no drop ride." And I look mm. at the averages, and I'm like, "No, I don't want to hammer. I don't, I don't mind going a long time or going yeah. a long ways. I don't mind doing any of that, but I'm not trying to hammer on a Saturday morning in the cold." Um, <laughs> and that's what they're doing. So uh, I just did the CBC ride for the first time mm-hmm. after you know four years or something like that um, yesterday. And um, it's a pace you can handle. Like there, there's definitely a group that splits off and goes a little bit and goes faster. But then they regroup when they start to go through, when they get to um, Sims Avenue, like mm-hmm. near the SunTrust building, they regroup there. And when they have to go back through the city, they ride through the city as a group. Um, but you can definitely handle the, there's like a faster group, which I have no idea how fast they go because they got lost. In a regular group. 17, 18, 19. I know those guys. Okay. So, <laughs> but the, the other group, you can definitely handle. Ridden with enough. Like, like you could. Okay. You can you can definitely handle it because that's the group that I, I end up staying with more. And they, I'm not the social pace ride, but yeah, you can definitely handle riding with them. All right. So. That's what, and that's what Long always says. Yeah. Um, Long and Cam are like, mm-hmm. come on, you should come. Like, I don't know. I don't I mean, but you're not going to. You know, they went down Riverside, so it's not going to be like, oh, wow, these are like whole new roads. I've never been down these roads before, you know, right. kind of thing. That is never, um, that's not likely to happen to me on yeah. the south side. It happens in the city from time to time, rarely. It happens out east all the time. You ever go to Ashland? I've done that ride. Okay. Um, I bonked the first time I did it. Okay. But I've done it subsequently. And subsequently on the on the slow bike, like I did it on the Surly, and it yeah. was fine. Um, we stopped and had lunch at whatever that place is that. The Ashen Coffee and Tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not Ashen Coffee and Tea anymore. It's some, yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's something. It, and there's a few other places I think they will stop at. Like we don't, I don't think the group regularly stops just there. There's a few other places kind of at that big intersection that right. I think the group stop at now. It was, yeah, and that was a fun ride mm-hmm. for the most part. It was pretty chill. A ride is happening all the time. There's always groups that are kind of going up to Ashland. No longer from the Laurel Park because Laurel Park Shopping Center is gone. Mm-hmm. There's a there's another location, either Crump Park or the corner of like Ackley and Parham or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, use Strava. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you start using Strava? Uh, Roughly. Yeah. The first time I used it was working as a intern at a branding agency in the bottom 
Okay. And I'd never seen it, downloaded it, used it on my phone. That was the last time I used it. And then I turned it off because I was afraid that using Strava was going to like turn on all the competitiveness in my heart. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So I didn't really like it. Um, but then. But like, this was, that was like, that was. 17, 18. Okay. So, so, okay. All right. Okay. Was, no, longer than that. 15, 16. Okay. Because I was, I got out of school in 12. Okay. So yeah, 15, 14, 15, 16, something like that. That was the first time I ever used Strava. Okay. And then I started using it in earnest when I got a uh, cyclo computer mm-hmm. with um, GPS. Yeah. And that worked. Then it was like, it's easier to import the data from the device directly to Strava than mm-hmm. it is to import the data directly to Apple activity, which meant that I was saving the watch battery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, and that's how I started using Strava. And then, you know, there are all these, all those stupid little badges that you can just, Hey, join this challenge, join mm-hmm. this challenge. So I just, if, if all the ones I can find that I qual that I'm going to do the activities for I'm like, all right, you're right. You join it. You get in the yeah, Strava. I don't care. Um, and they do occasionally give you stuff. Yes. Um, um, I've gotten discounts on a couple uh, competitive cyclists. I've gotten a couple discounts on purchases from competitive cyclists. Um, Gore, Gore Wear, I've gotten a discount there. I have a bunch of stuff from Lacole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, there was a commemorative jersey for something that mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, last year. And I, it was like, if you complete the, if you complete the ride requirements for this, in one ride, it's free. If mm-hmm. you complete it in multiple rides, it's like $25. And if you don't complete it, but you want the jersey anyway, it's like $125. Um, so I got the $25. I got a jersey. That's nice. I really like it. I was worried it was too small, but it's not. Nice. Um, and for anyone who's listening, uh, what we're talking about is on Strava, the app, which I think most people here will know of. Um, there's a bunch of challenges that they'll have. Uh, distance challenges every month. Um uh, climbing challenge is basically how far you can, how many feet of climbing. So but then there's like brands that will have challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and occasionally those challenges aren't just nonsense. They actually will give you a reward, um, a discount first thing. Um, I think Cliff had one some time ago where they gave you like free Cliff bars. Scratch had one where they gave you free Scratch drink. Really? Um, yeah. So there was one. Yeah. I remember one was it last year where it's like Scratch gave you one bag, a small bag of the scratch mix, if you completed the, the oh, challenge or whatever. Okay. So they're not all nonsense. Occasionally you get something from completing the challenge. And they're never like 10,000 miles in a month. It's, you know, it's, you know, yeah. what a so normal regular the, cyclist could. So the climbing challenge is 7,500 meters a month. Mm-hmm. So I make that. Okay. Like I got it. I think I got it on the 20th or the 21st. This love. Wait, May. meters? Meters. Dang. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're really hitting those hills, man. Yeah. I mean, I try to get it every month. Like it, that's, you know, I don't do, I don't get the, the, there's a, there's a, there are two distances. There's yeah. one that's sort of 2,500 kilometers. And then there's another one that's like 7,500 kilometers. And I don't make the second one all okay. the time. Every once in a while I'll get that one, but I get the, I get the short one pretty right. regularly. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a ton of riding. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm at 3,000 miles. No. 28. For the month, for the year. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yes, yeah. For the for the year. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, Hold on, no proof. Yeah, twenty six for the year. Okay. Yeah, so far. 
Nice. Um, so you don't set distance goal. You just you just you just like no. It. I have a, a, yeah. I set it for seven k this year. Really? Okay. Yeah. Because I got ninety two hundred last year. The year I got ten. I I wasn't thinking about it, but enough people were like, you know, you could get ten thousand miles. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then it became a thing. So I would do thirty in the morning and then thirty in the evening because I, I was driven by it. Yeah. And yeah. My wife was like, you're gonna get ten thousand miles again. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Um, Seven thousand, and then a stretch goal will be will be nine, and we'll see if I make it. Um, I tried not to set a distance goal again because I also got very motivated by seeing the little graph and strop of like, this is where you'll end up, you know, if you keep going this pace. And then I start getting like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride in the morning. I'm gonna ride in the evening. I might ride for lunch. Um, mm-hmm. But I was healthier. It was a little, a little, a little bit lighter yeah right you know? yeah yeah no i my body knows where it wants to be and it I, I eat enough that it just sort of fills back out to it like i had gotten down to my goal weight yeah and it lasted for i don't know a month or two yeah and then i kind of bumped back up and i've come to the conclusion that this is just where <laughs> where i live and so as long as i look okay with clothes on i feel like it's all right um and you can ride you right. know, you can, right. you can ride. It's not encumbering your ability to get out on the bike. Nope. Um, uh, bike month is happening now. Oh, May yeah. 1st, happy May. Um, you think you're going to try to attend to the, uh, the events for bike month? Or? We are, there are I so think today's, many. you've already done, I think today is like national ride your bike day. All right. Well, I did and then that. there's a ride your bike to work day. I do that all the time, but my work is in my office, my, right. is in my living room, so. I'm thinking maybe I'll just like ride down the hallway. There you go. And put the coast <laughs> from one, one, one from to the next. That, that's that's yeah. a good choice. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot of events. We have a lot of family stuff for this month. Okay. Like um, my wife and I are going to Chicago. And so I'm going to box my bike up and take it with me. Oh, nice. For like three days. But it seems like it seems like it would be a loss to not have slept a bike to ride there. Have you taken your bike on trips before? This will be the first time. I've got a buddy who's got a hard case. He says I can borrow. Okay. So I'm going to try it and see if I like it. Um, uh, I flew with my bike to the San Juan Islands. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I didn't fly to the islands. I flew to flew to Seattle. Mm-hmm. We then drove to Anacortes, which is 75 miles north. And then took boats over to the islands mm-hmm. where there was flying involved. Um, and we took a, one of us had a hard case. I think the rest of us had like hard soft cases or mm-hmm. something. Like it was kind of a soft case kind of thing um, and flew with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I put an air tag on my bike. There's an air tag on all my bikes. Oh, oh, fantastic. Oh, never mind then. Because yeah. um, it was very reassuring to see. I got on the plane and, it and got then on the like it got on the plane with me yeah. um, kind of thing. It takes a moment or two. Um, so good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, my wife got me a set for Christmas. Yeah. So I have four. There's one on my car keys, one in my backpack and one on each of the two bikes that I ride most of the time. Nice. And uh, I found a guy on Etsy who sold, who makes a 3d printed thing that sits down behind my water bottle cage. Ooh. So it just isn't, it's in a little black, black plastic case okay that's bolted to the frame so it doesn't go anywhere i would i would highly recommend if you can forward a link to that uh 
Sure. Um, I will. Um, Let me see if I can find it around. Ear tag. Um, you don't have to find it now. Just put ear tag case, and I'll, um, and put a note to get that. Um, yeah, I found that to be very useful to be able to see re- mentally reassuring. They're like, oh, the bike moved with me. Right. I'm um, sure. Uh, bike flew just fine. We didn't have to take the handlebars off the bike cases that most of us had. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of the bike sat up and rolled um, quite nicely. Ah, here it is. We took the pedal off, took the pedals off, um, and took the wheels off. And the wheels kind of went beside the bike. There was a little pocket that, and it went. That is, right. that is what I got. Okay. What I think of borrowing. Because I was going to buy one. Yeah. And then I, I found like from the, the manufacturer of the hard case that I decided I liked was 1500 bucks, And I was like, I'm not sure I'm willing to pay that. Yeah. And I found somebody, I found a retailer online that was selling them for 500 Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe, but I've never heard of these people. Is yeah. it possible this is a scam? And mm-hmm. then my friend said, well, I have one. You can borrow mine. Yeah. Um, so. And there are, because people aren't flying with their bike all the time, but there's a bunch of people who bought in a bike case. Mm-hmm. And um, and they don't want them. Right. They don't want them or they're not using them or they're not using them right now. I think that's a, I wonder if we just have like a bike case rental service. I mean, Bike Flights kind of does that as I understand it. I've never, we like, we go to the beach for a week and I take, this year did I take, I took both bikes. I take two bikes. Mm-hmm. One, one kind of cargo cruiser thing to go yeah. roll around with. Just drove there though. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. just stick it on top of the car. Yeah. So like, this will be the first time that I've gone somewhere far. Yeah. And I'm kind of intrigued to see how that goes. Um, I would expect there's probably going to be a little, like, I hope my bike's okay, you know, moment, a little, little, little fretting as you see it, you know, kind of moving along. Um, I do recommend if there's room um, to put clothes or something soft else also in there. If your bike can, if the weight can handle it, mm-hmm. throw some other stuff in there. Like I threw some, clo- some extra clothes and I think some towels. Okay. Like that was going to pack anyway into there that kept it still under the weight of 55 pounds or something. Okay. Um, cause then you like, Oh, I've got extra padding in there and I've got stuff that had to go anyway. Kind of thing. So I was figuring I'd put bike clothes and shoes mm-hmm. and like gloves and stuff. I figured it would, yeah, that yeah. would be easy. And then I make it, maybe I could carry my helmet with my backpack. Cause so I don't know. I got to figure it out. I haven't talked to, I got to get the, get the yeah, case. There's, and, there's right. lots of ways that can operate. Um, right. uh, how the pandemic impact yeah, like just, it's more just, miles. Just more to, miles. I got to go a lot further. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you mentioned this like bike you built in college, right? Oh, after college. After yeah. college. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the the genesis of the idea of like building a bike kind of thing? Like what what made you think like I should build a bike as opposed to like go to Walmart and buy one because you weren't a you know. Well, I had, the the bike I had had gotten from a shop. In, I grew up in Virginia Beach, and I bought a bike from a bike shop in Virginia Beach. Okay. Right? And that, that was my Fisher. And it was a 26-inch mountain bike okay. of, of its time. Like May, 1994, 93, something like that. Okay. So it was old. Um, and the bike shop guys convinced me that, I was like, you know, I kind of want a road bike. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, those are... Let's put one together, and so I it, it became this very bespoke mm-hmm. kind of setup, which made it easier when I got the endpoint built. Um, okay, 
because I already kind of knew how that worked. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have now dialed that bike in completely Yeah. in a way that it wasn't when I first got it built, but mm-hmm. it works now. But you, you, you learn what you like yeah. and what you want. And once you figure that out, you can, yeah. So I don't know that for me, it was about color. Okay. I, I like, I, everybody's bike is black. Cause yours is like what? Like yellow and purple. Or something? Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous, but it also stands out. Right. And it also is a, is a reflection of my aesthetics. Okay. Like I, I don't do not color. Okay. If I can help it. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of friends who do, but I'll wear, only wear another color when there's a darker shade of black. I'm like, oh. <laughs> whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the end point, like when I bought that bike, it was already painted and had a sort of a speckle, a shiny speckle color. Okay. And then I broke or cracked one of the chainstays. Okay. The right chainstay broke and I got it they rebuilt the frame and i got that frame painted bright orange okay with a little bit of a metal fleck in it mm-hmm. and that was the it was so the bike was orange and purple for a long time and then i decided that because the old frame that version of the the endpoints didn't hold the size tires that i liked i would get a new one so i have the 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 bike i ride the most is a is a, the newest version of the endpoint okay. grinder and it is, and that one's like bright yellow. Okay. Um, you got that from Outpost or built that mm-hmm. on an Outpost? Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, how did you, I guess you just, you, you started going to Outpost like because there was the shop nearby and that's kind of where you made your, your home there. Yeah. And a buddy of mine was good friends with the owner mm-hmm. who, and he, I actually met. I met him when he was still working at Carrytown Bicycles. Okay. And he was gruff. And he became a different person as a result of being at Outpost in the the model that Outpost sort of follows. He's mm-hmm. not he's much smoother, much easier, much, okay. and much I, I expect he was always that kind, but it's just, it shows through now. Mm-hmm. And so Everybody calls Braden the bike dad because he just knows stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I, I really, like, I find stuff on Instagram. I'm like, I kind of want this. You can't have that. You'll break it. <laughs> the, the, the genesis of the Surly build yeah. was I found a bike on the Pathless Pedaled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I follow that guy on Instagram. Okay. And I was like, this looks fun. And it's basically a drop bar mountain bike, but it's but he was using it as his cargo bike to go fishing. And I was like, I kind of want this build. Mm -hmm. And Braden said, Oh, okay, hold on. And put together this, um, surly, uh, bridge club that does the same job. I feel like the frame that I looked at was way more expensive than the one that I got, which probably makes sense. Yeah. But it's a neat, this bike, the, the one that I have does exactly what I want. And it's, you know, it's comely in its own way. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's capable. Okay. Not fast, but definitely strong and goes for, will go f- everywhere for a long time. But it does you need to do though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, do you have a favorite kit? you have a kit or kit or two that you're like, oh. this is like way more comfortable. It's like, this is so much more awesome than the others for some reason. Most of my bibs are from the black bibs. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I got the black bibs. Um, I have one set of Giros. They're okay. Okay. But so like what I have, and then most of my jerseys are shop jerseys. Okay. Um, not necessarily even from Outpost, but like okay. I have. There's a place that I found in New York when I was in Brooklyn with mm-hmm. a buddy called Bicycle Habitat, and that one's a, it's a Verge jersey, okay. and it's nice. Okay. I have a Rodeo Labs jersey that's really nice. There's a Instagram account that I follow called Ride Finds, okay, um, where it's just people picking up stuff that we find okay. on the road. So like I I had a collection of I don't know 130 140 gloves, okay, that I found between December and wait I'm sorry a collection of gloves okay 103 130 different pairs of gloves different gloves not necessarily always in pairs They're, okay they were just falling by the side of the road so okay okay all right okay i'd right. pick them up okay. and shove them okay. in my okay. jersey right. i see i see right. okay and then i bring them home and so yeah. i ended up with like this big bag of, of gloves leftover okay. gloves okay i rode past three today and i was good and i didn't pick them up because <laughs> my wife is like what the hell what are you doing with what are you I do have a project in mind, and something will happen with him, but not until not. I'm not. Yeah, you, you don't have to reveal yeah, the project yeah, until you. Something's happening, but not okay. yet. All right. Um, I I'd like to see whatever that end result is at some point. Right. So the, the and secrecy. like, there's a guy who is like the king of the rod finds group, and he like he ends up finding food. He's a microbiology student mm-hmm. in somewhere up north, can in uh, Connecticut maybe. And he just picks his name is Gino something. I can't remember what his last name was. And Gino just eats stuff. So like he found a bottle of Hennessy, took that home. He finds beer all the time, mm-hmm. drinks it while he's on the ride, and then and then shows himself re putting it into recycling or putting it in the trash. Yeah. It's a real it's it is one of those things that's a ridiculous phenomenon, but it is it is the, a thing that the people who follow me on Instagram now understand is like, did you find that? Today I found a license plate. And um, brought, it, brought it home. I think I, I missed the five out of times that I find like hair out on the road. Oh, yeah. That's and, a city thing, though. And then I'm like, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I can remember at least twice in Verina that I passed by and there was a full wig out. I was like, why? Why is there uh, someone's hair, like a full set? Like, I, is this out here? One of my other favorite things is chicken bones. <laughs> okay. Fried chicken bones. Like, mm hmm. I don't think of fried chicken as being traveling food. Like mm-hmm. that's, you got to sit down somewhere. And yet there are people who don't look at it the way that I do. Is that traveling food? Is that traveling food? I'm mean, if you're not driving, then it's not really traveling. Then if you're the one passenger, like, but are, are, you, but are you like, are you walking with a two piece? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Box? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's a good point. You're not like, well, yeah. I mean, I mean that's a that is a sit down food. Yeah, you like, have to be sitting down. Yeah, you can eat a hamburger with one hand, but you can't really eat fried chicken with one hand. That just isn't a thing. Yeah. So why is like a chicken bone just out somewhere in the middle of a road? Because it's not because like a rest stop kind of other thing. people can. Just because I can't doesn't mean other people can't or won't. Somebody somewhere was eating a wing or has eaten a wing while pedaling. Mm-hmm. You know, just not me. I think you're missing out. Maybe I mean, so. I have enough trouble getting getting you know a handful of cliff blocks into my face. I'm not Again, to... that might be the thing you've been missing. <laughs> it's chicken. Maybe it's chicken. Maybe you're right. You could be right. Um, I've heard the there's a there's a, a regular store stop. Um, it's a Horizon store in Verina, 
It's on, um, I think it's Charles City Road. Um, and it's a regular store stop on May the Rides in Verina. I think I know um, which one you're talking about. And they're cyclist friendly and supposedly have really good wings, you know, supposedly. And I think a friend of mine, Josh, got some of those wings, I think mid-ride, because you're not going to go out there for wings. Just to, you know, um, as far as, I mean, he survived. He still exists. So he didn't, you know, die in the ride. He didn't have a, you know, a horrible incident mid-ride either. My, um, there's one of my buddies, Emily, is like, she knows where all the store stops are. And yeah. she knows like what, what thing to get at each of those stores mm-hmm. in a way that it's just like scientific. And I'm like, no, how do you know that? Well, this is what, you know, this place has great potato wedges. <laughs> okay. I mean, and that, I, I wonder if that's just a uniquely Southern thing. Like I remember that being true in Petersburg. There were, there were like gas stations where they had. Like, like some a, one thing that was just really good. Yeah. They had, you know, they had fried chicken, they had fried chicken and potato wedges. They have. They had, you know, hot dogs or whatever. The way that Seven Eleven kind of tries to do it, but they're all homogenous. This, there, there's a thing about corner stores. They're not really even corner stores here. They're, um, you have to be willing that you have to be willing to like eat less healthy if you're going to be eating these foods. Oh yeah, I'm, to even be able to say like it has really good whatever coleslaw or something I'm like that. All in for not eating super healthy. As long as it tastes good, I suppose. Well, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, the Arnold Schwarzenegger famously once said, "If it tastes good, it's probably bad for you." Mm-hmm. All right, you're probably right. I don't want that. <laughs> um, um, are you gonna do? You should do. Why not come out for the next Outpost ride? Because it's a 200k. I know it, and it's mid. It's one hundred ninety nine point nine k. So that doesn't meet the requirement. You should, you should, you I I I know some of that. I've done dirt bags twice, three yeah. times. This is supposed to be all road. This one's supposed to be all road. Yeah, I think I looked at this. This is supposed to be all road. I'm sure. And, I'm sure it hasn't been posted yet because that's how they are. They like to hold on to the route until the last day. Um, but it's uh. May 21st, and I'm thinking of doing it because the, the Sunday I was going to do Stormy of Thunder Ridge, I can't. But the Saturday, that May 21st, mm-hmm. I have a free day um, before I have to do all the family stuff the next two days. We're leaving town to go to Chicago May 24th, I think, 24th, 28th. And you can do recovery rides then And my best friend is in town dropping his son off at college the weekend of the 21st. So... You should definitely do the ride the 21st. So, I, like, I got to, and I, I, I specifically told him, I was like, it, when you come to drop your son off, bring your bike and we'll ride bikes. Because we rode bikes as kids at yeah. the beach. But, like, and the, so I'm dying to take the end point back to the Virginia Beach yeah. to ride around from my parents' house. Like, I remember we rode uh, yeah. everywhere. I would yeah. ride 10 miles one way to get to work. And I remember thinking, this is so long. Yeah. And now I'm like, I get 10 miles. 10 yeah. miles is like a little under an hour. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. eight miles is about yeah. maybe 45 minutes. I could probably do it in 45. And it's flat. There's no elevation change because it's yeah. the beach. And I've just wondered, I want to know like how much stronger 50-year-old me is than, yeah. than 20-year-old me. That's, a, that's an interesting thought of many of us rode as kids, you know. And, and as we've gotten more proficient, like going back to those same streets 
mm-hmm. and, and riding them around and thinking about those those hills that we thought were like a massive hills, you know, like, oh, this felt so far. And like, I've actually not done that. I've actually not gone. My parents, I grew up in Chesterfield. Okay. And I remember many of the hills, you know, and, and things like that. I remember our street, we used to ghost ride our bikes down, which was terrible. Um, <laughs> which I would not, would not do. Because you weren't paying for it. No, you, And no. it never occurred um, to you. Like, you remember skids? Oh, man, that was the best. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Are you kidding? I paid $65 for this tire. I yeah, need to no. Yeah, I do not want to wear this out at all. Right. I'm not smoothing out a, a bump on the... No. No. <laughs> it ain't that type of party. Um, but either way, that's, a, that's an interesting thing in revisiting those places mm-hmm. you know as an adult and 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 seeing you know how does it feel how do i remember this like what's this experience like now as an adult going back to those places so um yes you definitely should oh you yeah know, visit um, family take the bike it's gonna happen this this summer i've decided that i'm gonna i'm gonna do it this summer i would we gotta go to a soccer game in virginia beach mm-hmm. on the 8th okay mother's day so i might not be able to make it work then okay but I'm gonna find a weekend to drive out there and sh- and slap a bike and spin around. You just have to make a make a a, a, a non occasion family trip, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's just like I'm just coming into town. I guess I'll see you all, but I'm definitely gonna ride the bike, kind of thing. Right. Well, I mean, I'm gonna need their shower, so <laughs> coming back to your house to clean up. That's true. That's but true. It, it'll be it's gonna be the it's gonna be a blast. I cannot wait. I've been thinking about it for years. For the last like two years, it's been a singular goal of mine. I'm gonna ride from my, from where I live, mm-hmm. where my parents live, to where I used to work. Yeah, and then I'm gonna dink around in some of the other places that I used to go just to see. I just right. want to see. see see what it what it's like. Yeah, yep. um, you have driven around those areas. It's not like you've not been there again. You you you. Yeah, I mean we. I guess I asked that question more of like, hopefully they're still accessible. Like there's not been right. a road that's like no, you know, demolished or something. No, well, I'll find out, but I don't think so. And we, I mean, we were, and we did it on like beach cruisers for a mm-hmm. long time. And then we did it on mountain bikes. They weren't efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And so like had to change all that over to a, to a bike with 700 C tires. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Um, you might know this place here, the Arboretum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to, um, grew up in Chesterfield. So I would, leave from my parents house which with some friends which was um near rose gill and reams road i don't know if you know those i know where reams is yeah um so we you know went to reams and would ride over to um i don't know what the neighborhood is between reams road and the operator but would ride over there you know a few miles and then we would take the elevator to the top of the parking deck in the operator parking lot and then like Ride, ride our like ride our bikes was really just like coast down or down the parking deck and this was clearly during the summer because like you know a few people were in those parking decks um but there was always concern of like are we going to get caught and then we take the elevator back up and then uh, and go all the way back and then go to mcdonald's afterwards on the corner of, i was gonna um, say in an arch and panetta and, and, yes close to panetta correct yeah, we'd right. go to the mcdonald's and um yeah. and we get burgers and things like that not that I feel, I don't feel a need to go ride down the Arboretum parking deck. Right. Those are right. fairly tight turns now. Um, but I've, um, and I would think of the hill up um, Arch Road, right? If you take Arch sure. Road, there's a hill that goes up to get to Reams. Did you, so were you on Midlothian Turnpike at all or just across it to get to No, we'd cross. We just, we would cross like right where the gas station at Arch Road was. We'd cross over and go to the McDonald's kind of thing. We didn't go, we didn't go any further. 
down Midlothian either direction, we'd come back in and go to the neighborhoods. There. Okay. Cause yeah. like that, like, I don't know how to get there any other way. What's Although Panetta? I could get to Panetta from my house. Cause Panetta ends out at, um, you can't, you can, it's just not, it's not bike friendly. No, you, you can't. It's Panetta or it's uh Robius. Is it Robius? It's not Rob. It's not Robius road. It's another road. Um, Jank? Next near the near the um, the only way to get to Midlothian, um, in that area, is either Panetta, and way further down where the Planet Fitness is, whatever that road right. is that comes up by the Planet Fitness. Those are your only two options short of hitting Robius or something like that. I, that's yeah, and Robius is not that so, bad. Right, it's a wider, safer road than Midlothian. Um, I would only want to cross Midlothian. I'm not. I don't think I'd want to ride on Buford. But, Buford. Yeah, but Buford is not super, yeah. is not bikeable in most not, of the, yeah. we, we ride on it for like a mile, half a mile mm-hmm. in the morning ride, but you can, in the mornings you can see headlights and taillights. Yeah, right. In, in the dark, it's easier. In, the, yeah. in daylight, it's a little sketch. Okay. Um, what's something that you would want to tell a someone was me and you and they're like i think i'd like to get into to bike riding more often right mm-hmm. what's something you'd want to share with them outside of your immense skepticism about things uh, i generally come back down to just go okay like like there's a trap that you fall into when you do a thing that you have to be, you have to have the right gear or the best gear or the mm-hmm. most expensive gear. Yeah. And I always, I've, I used to sort of believe in that. I used mm-hmm. to f- be in that camp of, Oh no, you got to have this, but I've, I've mellowed in my old age. And okay. I think that it's more important that you actually go. Okay. Especially if like, Especially if the thing is like cycling, because like you're gonna have to do it in stages. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't go out and buy your, buy the bike they put you at the front of the pack. Yeah. Make sure that you can handle it. Make sure you're gonna use it. Like that. Like again. Yeah. My bike is worth more than my car. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be able to justify the fact that actually both of the both the endpoint and the Surly are worth more than the car. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true for the Soma anymore, but I don't, I wouldn't feel good riding it. If I didn't use it, I wouldn't feel good owning it. If I didn't ride it, ride them with the frequency that I do. Like I ride okay. those bikes very regularly, pretty yeah. much every day. Okay. One of them definitely every, almost every day I'm on one or both of those bicycles. Mm hmm. And because of that, I don't feel like it's a, like when I was teaching at VCU, my students wanted to get into the graduate advertising program. I taught in the undergrad program Mm -hmm. and I'd been to the graduate program and they were like, should we go? And I was like, no, I'm like, why? Cause do you really want to be another, you know, 40, $50,000 in debt for a career that you're not sure you're going to love? Oh, does it make sense to do that? And it, you know, if it turns out that this is a thing that you know that you, this is really your north star, yeah, follow it. But yeah. don't um, 
don't jump in with both feet before you know that this is where you're, that it's going to be worth spending that yeah. much money to do. And that's how, that's how I look at bikes is like, what do you have? They're, they're, I've, my neighbors, they all, oh, I see you riding a bike. I'm like, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. can I ride with you? And there's like a little bit of me that's like, do you have a really nice expensive bike? Mm-hmm. And I have to make that part of me shut up. And I have to say, yeah, sure. Come on, let's go. And yeah. so like I rode with one of the neighbor da- neighborhood dads mm-hmm. who has a Schwinn, uh, like a Schwinn frame with a flat bar and flat pedals. Yeah. And it was all he could in like, he was like, do you have any chain grease? I was like, I definitely have some lube for you. Yeah. Because your bike looks like it needs it. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, you know, let's go. And yeah. we, I, we went like 10 or 12 miles and we, we were super party paced. Maybe yeah. we averaged 10 miles an hour. Yeah. And it was, that was what we needed. Yeah. And, and not being a jerk about it mm-hmm. is key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be around the people who are like, you can't ride with us. You can't sit with us. Like nobody wants to be around those people. And right. So don't, I try my best not to be one of those people. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it is. I want to be welcoming to the new people, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and, and encourage them to come in where I say within their means, it's not the right way to say it, but like, but you know, it's not, a, it's not an expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can get, it can get pricey with just the bike, not including the helmet, the gear, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. I, re- I remember when I the f- like when I realized that I was going to have to replace my entire drivetrain just because I'd worn everything down. Yeah. Like, oh, you you know, you could have stopped this if you just replaced your chain. But like, you know, a chain is a chain is sixty five bucks. Mm-hmm. A cassette is another yeah sixty five bucks. Chain rings are God knows depending on what you want. Right. Yep. And you add all that stuff together. If you just replace the chain right. <laughs> on a regular basis, you can save yourself some headache. Yeah. Uh, and a chain replacement is not difficult. A couple tools make it vastly easier, mm-hmm. but it saves you money over time. She replaced my chain like two days ago. I did um, mine like two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's already, it's, it's already, already collecting somewhere. Stuff, yeah. yeah. You got to keep up. And then you need the chain cleaning tool. You know, I have the, little, the, the little, the box. Contain- you yeah. Does that work? You have one of those? I do. Um, I mean, so wiping with a rag, right? You know, with degreaser, That's you know, like do. that that works well, right? But then like hitting it with the box and you put degreaser in it and run it through, like does a, a different level of clean. It gets into the links more right. than just like hitting with the, like the rag is like an exterior clean. It does, the rag doesn't get in between the links. The, uh, the, the thing has got little brushes in it that like hits in between the links, you know, as it goes right. through. Right. So I've been, cause I've been trying to decide if I should spring for one of those. I'm like, do I need this for like 20 bucks or something like that? It definitely cleans a chain a little bit more. It definitely, it puts more degreaser on it. So you do then the, you need to then like pull it more effort to dry it off. Cause you've like soaked it in degreaser. Sure. Kind of thing to run it through it. Um, but I do find that it, um, I will wipe the chain first to get the chunks off and then run it through the machine. Okay. Um, you All put right. the degreaser and you run it through. The, I'll show you the thing before you. Yeah, right. I want to look. I want to see. Um, but um, Scott, um, I'd like to thank you for your your time, man, sure. and sharing your <laughs> your experiences riding that kind of thing. I, I really want to get you to do another two hundred k, but it seems uh, unlikely. I, I, um, yeah, I mean that's two hundred k is an eight hour. It's a commitment. It's eight, a day. Eight, it's it's yeah, a twelve it's hour a, commitment. Yeah, it's a day. It's just like I gotta. 
I got other stuff. I'm, I've, I've, I've learned that that is it. Like I did that 200 K because I was like, you know, I can do it. And I did. Yeah. I kind of slowed down at the end, but I managed. I, I guess I suppose because the, it's the outpost ride as opposed to like, let's just do a 200 K just like just to do it. Right. No. Cause the outpost ride, it was fairly entertaining. You know, the, the people you, you meet, you know, for, at least for, for, for me. So that's right. That's right. Um, but uh, I'm sure I will see you out on the you road will. somewhere, somehow, yeah. somewhere. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for your time. Thanks, I appreciate your, you know, you coming out and, and chit-chatting with me. Happy to help. Thank you.